You are listening to Seek the Good, Episode 12, Moving Mountains. This is the podcast where we seek the good in life, in others, and in ourselves to create an extraordinary life. This is Seek the Good, and I'm your host, Jaquel Tool. Hello, podcast friends. We just finished listening to General Conference, the April... 2021, where we got to listen to leaders of Christ Church speak, and it was really uplifting, and it was just what I needed. And the prophet, President Nelson, spoke on moving mountains in our lives, and he talked about how it is done. We can move mountains in our life, which could be loneliness, doubt, fear, any trials that we may be having by faith, which is the greatest power that we have access to. Faith in Jesus Christ is the greatest power available to us in this life. And that is how we move mountains with faith. He mentioned how if we responded to our trials with a stronger discipleship this last year, then this last year, which has been COVID year for everyone, would not have been in vain. And I was thinking about that, and I I truly believe that even if you did not allow those trials to make you stronger then, that it's not too late. That any trial that we've had in the past, we can make it not in vain if we choose to learn from it right now. He talked about how There is no other message than the message of Jesus Christ that is more filled with hope and that no other message can eliminate contentions in our society. When I read that again, I thought of The Chosen, which season two just came out in episode one, had the apostles looking for Jesus and they couldn't find him and they went looking and they found him finally and he was in the street teaching and one of the apostles said to the other look, the way that these people are listening, you couldn't tell Jew from Samaritans. You know, back then, that's two groups of people that had so much contention with one another. And today we have so many groups of people that have contention one to another. And when everyone is looking to Christ, our hearts change and we lose contention. (laughs) How beautiful and powerful that is. President Nelson reminded us that every good thing in our life, every potential blessing of eternal significance begins with faith. So think about it. Like think of the good things in your life. Make a little mental list right now of a few of the good things in your life. What of those things came because of faith? Some kind of faith. I would guess that every single one of them did. I was at Costco the other day and putting away my groceries in my trunk. And I opened the trunk door and we had just fixed our trunk door. The last few weeks, we have had to have one person hold the trunk door open because the the things that help it stay up weren't working. And so the door would just crashed down like there was nothing to keep it up and I didn't ever realize how heavy that door was. (laughs) 
because <laughs> we've always ha had those suspensions or whatever it is called that helps keep the door open. So the door kept just slamming shut. I was at Costco and I lifted this door up and it stayed up because we could just got it fixed. I couldn't help but be kind of nervous going underneath. Like I was thinking this might slam shut on me and that would be awful. <laughs> and I was kind of scared and I felt a lot of faith happening when I was going under that door, trusting those suspensions to hold that really heavy door up so that it wouldn't slam down on me. The thing is, I had had faith in that when it was working in the past, but I just didn't realize it because I just, you know, had faith in it. Like, of course the door is going to stay open until it didn't anymore. <laughs> and then I realized how much faith I was actually putting in that. And that's the same with everything around us. I think of my husband and how amazing he is and how grateful I am for him. But it did take a lot of faith to to be able to say, let's get married. You know, because it's such an unknown thing and, and the future was so unknown. Same with kids. Like, you have no idea what's going to happen. It takes a lot of faith. Um, it even takes faith to, like, purchase something because you have faith that whatever product it is that you're buying is going to deliver whatever result you want. If it's a dresser, something that will work well, the drawers will work, all those things, it takes faith for everything. President Nelson also said, allowing God to prevail in our lives begins with faith that he is willing to guide us. I love how he connected this talk with his talk last conference about allowing God to prevail in our life. It's so true that how could we let God prevail if we don't trust that he wants to and that he's there? He continues and says, true repentance. And before I finish the sentence, I want to just remind everyone that repentance just means turning to God. Sometimes I think when we hear repentance, we think of really bad sins that we need to repent of. But nope, every single one of us every day is repenting the little teeny things to the bigger things. Every day we're trying to turn to Jesus Christ and that is repentance. So he says, true repentance begins with faith that Jesus Christ has the power to cleanse, heal, and strengthen us. And then he teaches us this amazing truth. <laughs> that it is our faith that unlocks the power of God in our lives. It is our faith that unlocks the power of God in our life. This reminded me of an in inspirational message that um, some of you may have seen, and I'll try to link it in the notes because it's so good. It's kind of a cartoon illustration of a talk that Elder Uchtdorf gave in October of 2014 called Living the Gospel Joyfully. That's what his talk was called. In this, it's raining and this girl is walking in the rain with her hands open, smiling, enjoying the rain falling on her. Fully, you can just tell she's enjoying it so much. And there's all these adults walking beside her with their umbrellas up and kind of scowling at her. Like, who do you think you are? What are you doing? Put your umbrella up. She finally kind of notices everybody with umbrellas and them looking at her weird and so she slowly kind of gets embarrassed and puts up her umbrella and starts walking slowly 
And then she realizes, what am I doing? Like, I was so happy. So she puts down her umbrella and opens her arms up again and enjoys the rain. And, and another girl actually puts down her umbrella and enjoys the rain with her. And this is what Elder Uchtdorf says. He says, part of our challenge is, I think, that we imagine that God has all his blessings locked in a huge cloud up in heaven, refusing to give them to us unless we comply with some strict paternalistic requirements he has set up. But the commandments aren't like that at all. In reality, Heavenly Father is constantly raining blessings upon us. It is our fear, doubt, and sin that, like an umbrella, block these blessings from reaching us. His commandments are the loving instruction and the divine help for us to close the umbrella so we can receive the shower of heavenly blessings. How beautiful is that? Like, Heavenly Father is just always trying to give us those blessings, and it's only us, our fear, our doubt, that our sin, that lift up that umbrella and block him from coming into our lives. I just think it's such a beautiful thing that it's in our power to change something to allow him in. It's not us needing to do something so he will change his mind. It's in our power to receive those blessings from him that he so willingly wants to give us. So how much faith do we need to exercise? Just a particle, a teeny, teeny bit of faith. And we just need to exercise that faith somehow. And it will grow, that little mustard seed of faith will grow into a beautiful tree if we nourish it. President Nelson says, The Lord does not require perfect faith for us to access his perfect power. Isn't that beautiful? Like, perfection is not required here. <laughs> All he asks us to do is to believe in him. And then he'll give us access to his perfect power. We have access to his perfect power in our lives. When should we start? Today. We can start today to increase our faith. He promised us, through your faith, Jesus Christ will increase your ability to move the mountains in your life. He will give us power and strength to do those hard things that seem impossible to us. No matter what our mountain is, the answer is to increase our faith. And he reminds us that it takes work. Think about what your mountain is. What is that mountain in your life? That you so desperately need Jesus Christ to help you with, to move. And what ways have you been kind of lazy or lax when it comes to putting effort in to increase your faith that he can do so, that he can help you do so? He says, increasing your faith and trust in him takes effort. This reminds me of the first message he gave at the beginning of the conference. He talked about how the Salt Lake Temple, the land around it and everything is being renovated and the temple itself. His office overlooks all the renovations. And he said, as I have watched workers dig out old roots, plumbing, wiring, and leaky fountain, 
I have thought about the need for each of us to remove, with the Savior's help, the old debris in our lives. I invite you to pray to identify the debris you should remove from your life. I thought that applied to us trying to move mountains. That there are things that might be getting in our way, things that may be distracting us, things that are in our life that don't need to be there anymore to help us progress. So think about that, like what debris is in your life, what things are getting in your way to increase your faith in Jesus Christ so that you can indeed move mountains. He gives us five suggestions to help us develop our faith and trust more. Sometimes when we hear a list of five things, we think we need to do them in a certain order that they were given. But I think these are all things that we need to do at the same time. The first one he says is to study. To really study. And I love that when he talks about studying, he says to internalize what you're studying. So studying isn't just reading and consuming, reading and listening to materials. It is internalizing it. Specifically, we need to internalize the truth of the atonement and how it applies to us. He talks about how Christ took upon our misery, your mistakes, your weaknesses, your sins, all of ours, right? When we study, part of that study needs to be just pondering and internalizing how that applies to us. It's so powerful when you're reading the scriptures or whatever it is, that you change the wording to make it more applicable to you. So it's as if you're reading about how Christ is in your life. Again, he said, only your unbelief will keep God from blessing you with miracles to move the mountains in your life. Again, that umbrella concept, right? I want to challenge all of you to not think that somebody else needs to change for those mountains to be removed in your lives. So many of us might be thinking, well, only if my husband would change this thing, then this mountain could be removed, right? Or if my kids would stop doing this thing, then this mountain would move. And if this or whatever person it is in your life, right? But he told us that it's only our unbelief that will keep God from blessing us with miracles to move mountains in our life. Only us. So look inward and see what that is. And watch those miracles happen. Next, he told us to believe in Jesus Christ and to have faith, to ask in faith. He talked to us about choosing to believe and to take our questions to the Lord and to other faithful sources. And I thought that was so powerful because if you do so, you will feel that light and love that comes into your life. Another thing he asks us to do is to have faith. Not just to have faith, but to act in faith. He said, what would you do if you had more faith? Think about it. Write about it. Then receive more faith by doing something that requires more faith. Acting might be the one thing that actually does bring the most change. Like actually doing something will probably bring the most change into your life the most movement of that mountain. But we first need to have that belief through studying and believing, right? To be able to act, that kind of helps us to act. But recognize that (laughs) it's so easy to consume and learn. And it's sometimes harder to actually do the act 
the action, but that's what's going to really change us and help us. He also says that to increase our faith, we need to partake of sacred ordinances and how ordinances unlock the power of God in your life. And that's all he says about ordinances right there. But just because he says that sentence, don't underestimate the power of that in our lives. Like That is huge. And I encourage all of you and myself to study that more on how taking ordinances brings the power of Christ more into our life. And then the last thing he kind of mentioned was to ask Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus Christ for help, which to me, like, that should be happening <laughs> the whole way through because he will help us. God knows what will help your faith grow. Ask and ask again. He says, truly, faith is the power that enables the unlikely to accomplish the impossible. That's us. We're the unlikely, but we can accomplish the impossible through Christ. And then to end, we need to realize that faith in Christ means we accept whatever may happen. He talked about the group of people that he went and visited. He went and visited a few different islands, Samoa, Fiji, Tahiti, and Tonga. They all prayed that the rain would stop and they would be able to have good meetings. And the rain did stop in Samoa, Fiji, and Tahiti. But in Tonga, the rain did not stop. But those faithful people went and they waited for the meeting to start. And then they endured the two-hour-long meeting in the very, very wet rain. (laughs) And President Nelson says about these islanders that they had faith sufficient to stop the rain. And faith to persevere when the rain did not stop. I pray that all of us can have that faith. To have the faith that no matter what happens, we see it as God's will. And realize that he wants the best for us more than we want the best for us even. And that no matter what happens, it is for our good. That's easier said than done when really hard things happen in our life. We don't want them to happen. But if we have faith that God can help us through it and that God wants us to have trials and struggles because he knows what it will help us become and what blessings he can give us for enduring those, that will be powerful. He ends saying, your growing faith in him will move mountains, not the mountains of rocks that beautify the earth, but the mountains of misery in your lives. Your flourishing faith will help you turn challenges into unparalleled growth and opportunity. I hope that we can realize the power of Christ in our lives and asking for his help to move those mountains. Some of those mountains in my life has been just changing a thought like I've talked a lot about in this podcast, but he can help us change our thoughts to help us have the perspective in our trials that will Help us to have the best experience in life. I challenge you all to act in faith. Find a way to exercise your faith more this week. That will help increase your faith. So have a great one and I'll see you next week.